to the center of everywhere. Welcome to Boats Beneath the Surface. Oh, our tattoo artist is back. Hello. So we're gonna be like filming a little podcast the whole time. If you feel free to eat some tuna, I'll save you some on this plate. Oh, okay, yeah. there's some there too. If you want to give him that. I wasn't sure if there was gonna be any. Yeah, help yourself. There's some more. Okay, should we get? We're just gonna get right into it, buddy. Let's get right into it. All right, welcome to another episode of Beneath the Surface, a boat boards podcast. We are here with. Why are you? You're distracting me with your flashes. I know, but okay. We're here with Sean and Noah. Please introduce yourselves, Sean and Noah. Hi. I'm Sean. Uh, I'm the owner of Haska Punts International in Costa Rica, and this is my brother Noah. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Haska, Sean's brother, uh, both from Florida, and we're both here in Costa Rica working together now. And I'm Sean Murphy. Hi, Sean Murphy. From Boatboards. Thanks, Sky. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. And we're sitting here in Haco, Costa Rica, and we just got off a two-day epic trip with these two guys and i gotta tell you probably my favorite trip in my life it was insane that's awesome um, yeah i'll let sky talk a little bit about the details because it was she well i think she got another world record and then she killed some tuna and some this and some that it was just insanity so here you go okay I mean, <laughs> well, no, I want to just first go into this and say, you yeah. know, when we found out we were going to Costa Rica for a multiple shoot, shoot for boat boards, um, I've always wanted to come to Costa Rica. And we've talked a lot over the for years, years yeah. about doing this trip, the spearfishing trip. So I was like, even if we're not shooting for boat, I'm going to come spearfishing with Sean. And this is the first time we've actually met in person. But yeah. I mean, you like just watching you crush it over here. Thank you. So, Thank you. I, mean, I feel like we've connected through a lot of mutual friends, but never had the chance to really do this. So it's yeah. kind of cool that it all came to a fruition while you guys were here yeah. working as well. So it's, I think it's really so cool. So how long have you been spearfishing like in Costa Rica, like Since leading charters? In the middle of 2013, mm-hmm. 2014. And uh, yeah, <laughs> since that's then. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that's around when I started spearfishing. So, and then, yeah, I had a lot of friends come down here and spearfish with you, and it was just epic. So, anyways, something I've always wanted to do. So, um, we, you know, booked the charter. First day, you know, Sean messaged me on Instagram. We're going for um, Cubera, Snapper, and Wahoo. And I was like, oh, my God. Wahoo's like my white whale, my fish that just... I mean, everybody's. For ghost, everyone. Yeah. yeah, for everybody. Ghost of the Sea and then Cubera Snapper. I've never shot a Cubera Snapper. They're elusive and tough fish. And, yeah, um, they're, yeah, they're just good pretty at deep. directing away from you. Yes. <laughs> Whenever they're you really get close smart. to them. smart. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I feel like we should start out the day with how you guys launch your boat. Like kind yeah. of set the scene because that's something that I feel like is really special and different <laughs> from any other spearfishing charter I've ever done. So. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a big part oh, of it. Here comes um, some sushi for me too. Is to keep it, you know, really authentic. And and these guys, my captain, and these other uh, 
boats that do do what we do, um, there's like a dying breed sort of. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of got that risk factor to it where the boat could kind of roll over in any moment. And, mm-hmm. that you know, a lot of guys have a lot of uh, fear of doing that just because of the consequences of what can happen. That's why you really have to have a captain that you trust. And, and, and Alejandro, I've been working with him since I came down here on, on different boats and and throughout different avenues. So um, he's somebody that I trust and somebody who I saw doing it before I even was working with him on a daily basis. Like today, after going out there with us, he is um, going out again tonight in his panga, carrying his 70 horsepower on his shoulder and throwing it in the back of his boat and going to catch snapper to sell. Because wow. that's just what he does. Like at night, that's what he does. Like it's he's like for me, I have to scroll on Instagram for a little bit to finally get to rest. He has to go catch a couple like Pargo on a hand line in his little panga, you know, with his uncle and his brother. And it's like super cool, super yeah. cool. And we literally launched this panga on the beach through surf, like that people actually were surfing surf, next to us. Surfing next to <laughs> us. It's slightly terrifying, but you could tell really quickly that like they knew these guys know what they're doing. So. We go, we ride out, and I've got, I'm nervous, pretty nervous, and um, jump in the water, and immediately we jump in, and I mean, Sean, you want to describe what we see? (laughs) There was, so, we jump in, and there's like 10 million jacks circling. I've never seen a Wahoo under the water. Uh, We saw... I mean, there were many Wahoo. It seemed like they were just coming in and out of our sight, and uh, you guys were throwing flashers, which I've never seen, didn't even know what that was. That was super interesting. And, uh, you know, you missed a couple Wahoo, but nailed right away, what, Colorado snapper? A world record, we think. Yeah, here it we is. call it a guacamayo. Guacamayo. But technically in the, in the yeah, in the world of records, I believe that is what it's labeled as, Colorado snapper. Big Kubera, um, you know, just insane viz. Uh, just amazing, amazing. Probably one of my best experiences ever. And, uh, and you're saying it's like comes off a pinnacle, so it's like a pinnacle that's like 300. Yeah, it's a seamount out there. So basically, you know, what's so special about this area is that it's not only is it a seamount where basically you have to go over 200 plus feet of water to get to a spot that's in 100, 120 feet of water. So it's it's pretty much a seamount with pinnacles on top of it. So it just creates this like insane amount of biodiversity and biodensity there that I've never seen anywhere else in the world. I mean, in amazing places like the Bahamas and and along oil rigs and places where, where people say they've seen the most biomass, I still feel like in terms of like shootable biomass i still haven't really seen anything like that place and it's still very hard to explain to people when i say you're going to potentially see schools of a thousand plus kubera snapper people think that i am like off my rocker and that that's not actually a thing and but we saw it, was, it. In it reality, looked like a giant red carpet i, I mean out yeah. of my mind yeah you could walk on them if, crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was insane. so it really is just an insane spot and and to have that you know I know I know what I'm doing, but that spot also helps make me look good too. You know, oh, those yeah, spots sure. like that are what it what we need. You know, for as sure. Guides. Yeah, and we and it was like a half a day. Sky was burnt, you know done. She's like, okay, I'm done. And it wasn't like 12 hours to 
to get our fish. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is it's hard to get your heart rate down when you're seeing a thousand of the fish of your dreams. Mm -hmm. if, when you first start spearfishing, like for me at least, when I first started spearfishing, like you have those top fish that you want as a spiro or a spiro, and it's like Kubera snapper is definitely in that list. You know, you got the tunas, and then you've got Kubera, and you got Wahoo, and everything else kind of just filters in later on. But those are the ones that you see in the magazines, on the covers, the ones that all the articles are written about, the ones that everybody talks about. Everybody loves tuna. Everybody loves Wahoo. Everybody knows what it is. In this restaurant, you say tuna, they're like, oh, yeah, but if I were to say African pompano, we know it's great sashimi. We don't know what it is. So to have all these, like, highly sought-after fish in one area, you know, the top five, in my opinion, to be able to get all of them here is pretty awesome. Yeah, totally. And let me just point out, uh, we're sitting here, and here in Costa Rica, they know a tattoo artist is tattooing us at a table in a sushi restaurant. Very busy sushi restaurant so it's gonna be very interesting yeah, and this is what jo joaquin this <laughs> joaquin. is joaquin yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh so sky you want to talk about uh day two today was yeah. today was a tr was was for me a very emotional an emotional roller coaster of a day i came home i was whooped uh, just from the fear of you not catching or spearing anything the chase elusive the you know it was just like well, they're always just, the tuna were just out of reach the spinner dolphins, the the, the energy dodging from sport fishing dodging boats, big sport fishing boats. <laughs> I mean, it was nuts. Here, I'll give it hand it over to you. Well, Sean, I think you just described spearfishing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's it, right? I mean, the end. No, that, that's it. That's spearfishing. No, I mean, it's. I mean, that's. You know, we were debating on what to do for day two, and tuna, like hunting tuna for spearfishing, is one of my favorite things to do it's just high energy it's and it's always a gamble yeah so that helps put like that little bit of fire behind mm -hmm. you like you know we may not see shit today yeah we may exactly. not see anything exactly so i think that adds a big and factor. i mean i've i've um shot tuna in, out of venice louisiana sandy bluefin out of san diego but this was a completely different experience i mean we you know we're looking for the school of spinner dolphin which i mean seen you know one or two here and there, but I mean, hundreds of thousands of spinner dolphins jumping out of the water, chasing bait, birds diving, like the water was boiling. It was insane. And then you're diving in behind these dolphins, which you're like, oh, that's really pretty. And then like trying, trying to, to block focus. them out, yeah. <laughs> the squeaking and, yeah. and the cuteness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like trying to dive in and like get your composure. And then, I mean, here comes this wall of yellowfin tuna, like... And then trying to pick one, I think just like, you know, zeroing in. So ended up getting two tuna in the boat today, which was really rad. Like, and today was not an easy day. Like there are some days where where we get them and we find the schools and we're by ourselves and we don't have other agitated boats around and we don't have like, you know, also this intensity to try and get footage and provide, you know, as well for your guys' brand. And, and so I think it's really cool that in that kind of super high stress super hard tuna day where like we would turn on the tunas or the dolphins and they would just go crack mode and bust to the left at 100 miles an hour all at the surface barely getting below and then i think that you know that that was a really tough day and like for any diver no matter if you're a 130 foot free dive hunter it doesn't matter like i said in this it's just you got to be able to like find your chi in the, like one second and send it and be able to close a gap and just like mm -hmm. it takes a lot and I, yeah. I have a lot of respect for you today because it was tough like, thanks yeah it no, was super I, tough I was trying to find my zen just quiet it's hard 
it's hard fishing, spear fishing with these two. I mean, there's no quiet moment. I can see you getting but in the zone back Sean there, though. Sean was really quiet today. I think he was shook from the full experience. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. That happens. I, we've had a – there's a lot of pressure, I think, on me because, you know, we're trying to get content. And I'm by myself, which usually I'm always spear fishing with my husband, right. Kyle. He's, like, my dive buddy for life or whatever. But – um, so just like constantly making those dives. He's gonna be like, "What's that?" Or whatever part right there, the, <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what that was about. Or whatever. Kyle. I don't know. <laughs> He's a little. You're definitely coming out. next trip. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. We'll see. If he listens to this. But no, it's really rad. I mean, it's to me, it's the most selective and sustainable form of fishing, and to be able to go out and do that and then come and eat it like right after is like really cool i mean it's it's and been it, a really epic and it goes trip. back full circle like the thing is is we're in the mix with million dollar boats out there too right but we're literally what we do is it doesn't matter how you get there because you're getting into damn water like you could be in a million dollar yacht or a ten thousand dollar penguin either way if you're in a tuna you're in a tuna you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i think that's to me is why it's that much more powerful when you're doing it that way because it's like you really connect with yeah. like the ocean these fish have seen it you know these pangas forever and they just don't react the same as those big diesel engines booming through and the schools all dip out and stuff i think there's like something to that and it's kind of being lost a little bit in the spearfishing world where everybody's just trying to have six outboards and and get there and hammer and in reality it's like you know the old bull and the young bull <laughs> kind of and you don't need to you don't need to rush greatness you know it comes with time and and patience and you know perseverance which you showed a lot of today you know all of you guys it was, it was really cool to see to see sean giddy and excited in a you know a different sense than something he's used to you know what i mean you've encountered a lot of cool people and experiences in your life and it's cool to find something that gets you fired up man because like that might not be that easy right so like i think that's really cool so i'm stoked on that too like you guys were all so much fun and and yeah and i think noah was a was a really big help um he's been yeah shout out down to noah. here now uh for about six or seven months maybe now and he came with me last year a bunch and and he's basically gonna come in and be a part of the team with me now so i'm really excited to have him here as well and and he was there in the water with with uh sky a lot too so i he may have seen things that I didn't even see too that he may want to touch on that he noticed or or whatever. Or whatever. Sure, so today I noticed this guy was an awesome diver um, and she was also able to keep her composure in the water and in an environment like that it's ridiculously hard. I mean you're jumping in and out of the boat every 15 seconds maybe you're it's in the gnarly. water it feels like you're in the water for <laughs> we can show you the yeah. bruises on her knees oh my god yeah that. can yeah. we get a bruise yeah. shot flipping over the side it's not a glamorous sport can no. we say that there's a lot of people out th a lot of people out there that make it look like it's this you know I, I, it's just not it's not rod and reel fishing I feel like no. it's it's gnarly yeah I'd say you definitely are on the bloody side of things when you're doing <laughs> spearfishing here the blood sweat and spears side of things um, but yeah I think that's what makes it so beautiful is the fact that you're so willing to be in this raw environment and take it in as it will be and you know that before you were there it was that way and hopefully when you're done being there it'll still be that way forever and so that's why I think spearfishing itself is super balanced is because you can keep an environment the same way it was before you got there yeah yeah you're just another predator in the water you take what you're going to eat and then you move on like this table is insane right now and 
it's you know something that we just went out and grabbed today out of the water so <laughs> i think it's awesome today i think today she saw some incredible fish and saw some some of the That's life killer. that we have here and it's it's insane to to see somebody else see it for the first time or be in this environment for the first time because it and gets you, you re-excited you know, yeah and you know his first months of guiding to yeah. be able to like, yeah. do it in a place like yeah, no, to be guiding a here spoiled. and I'm not gonna For lie. sure spoiled. Yeah. And <laughs> I won't ever try yeah. and squander it. Yeah, <laughs> he's holding it down. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good, Scott. You did good on this podcast. And today, and spearfishing. Thank you guys so much. I don't think We're, we touched on the world record thing. Were we going to? Or are we like... We're just glossing over that. We're just glossing over the potentialities. Yeah, I mean, I can, well, yeah, we I got, can there say There was two it. world records. Two world she, bur- she beat her own world record <laughs> right. in the same day. That was the first. I mean, I think what I remember at least was because I didn't get to dive much because my ears messed up currently. But I was in for the first couple drifts. And I think the first drift we saw tons of Kubera, like so many that she couldn't get her heart rate down. And it was like, I mean, literally a kid in candy store scenario. They weren't that deep. But mentally, you know, there was so much going on. So then I think we had to reset and get in the zone, and that's when she dove down. She learned to get real slow, and I think that's when, you know, her technique closed the gap on those fish, and then that's when she shot the first one, which was a, a world record. <laughs> and, and then, you know, once she got her chill with that, went down, got a Kubera snapper, which is her first, and I think you already touched on that, and then went and shot another even bigger Guacamayo, Colorado, Snapper, um, which is definitely going to be a tough one to beat, I think. So I think that's really cool, and I don't think we should just breeze over that because that's pretty <laughs> awesome. I'm not really a big guy that like promotes himself as like a spearfishing guide, but in terms of I think what you're doing for the female side of spearfishing, I think it's like pivotal. I mean, you're giving so much confidence to girls that are up and coming in this sport, and like I told you before, honestly, girls listen better to like a guide. Like when I'm giving advice, it's like they just understand that I'm not like. It's not an ego thing. I know that you're a killer hunter, but it's sometimes people don't grasp it like that. And that's why I think it's really beautiful to see that, like, your confidence in the water is on par with anyone that I've ever been with. And in chaotic shit like that, you know what I mean? You were able to keep it together and shoot world records and shoot tunas and chaos. And, yeah, I think it all really, like, came you know together and i think it was really i'm proud of you yes. <laughs> even though this is my first time yes. diving with you i see it definitely being more and then hanging out with all you guys it's really really fun and yeah thanks I appreciate again, it. man it was such, such a great time and now we're going to close on that note because we got a big plate of sushi a tattoo artist that's chomping at the bit to start tattooing us in a restaurant i'm curious to see how that's going to end with the we'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> We got the we got the it's Sukasa Anoche <laughs> yeah, Provecho. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on an, on this episode of Beneath the Service, and we'll catch you on the next one. You, thanks, guys. Guys, Bye. take it easy.